Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Jason Gordon with the G2 Radio Network, and I am delighted to have with us today Gabriel Osiris, who is an award-winning author. He's already published one book titled Sacred. We did an interview with him in regards to writing that book. But today we have him here, and we're going to talk about his latest book, Dear Sick Mental Virus. Welcome back, Osiris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for having me back, and just for just always taking care of not just myself, but your listeners as a whole. You put out such great messages on your uh, on G2 Radio, uh, your G2 Radio station, so just thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you. It's folks like you we got to partner with, right, and we got to help each other out, so no, this is great. And so, we're talking about the book Dear Sick Mental Virus, and particularly the chapter in regards to see the Bulski, and I think that's chapter six. Can you kind of tell us what motivated you to write that in chapter six? Oh yeah, of course, of course. So um, in that particular chapter, um, see the Bulski. So see the Bulski. He he's a mentor of mine. Um, he has been present in my entire military career since 2015 uh, when I met him in my technical training environment. He actually was my instructor. From instructor, he turned into my um, my supervisor to then to um, my flight chief or just think of, just for those who aren't familiar with the terminology of like flight chief and supervisor, well, supervisor is applicable to everything, but flight chief, just think of that person that's just, I don't know, like the the, the the manager, if you will, um, or the manager to the to the supervisor. I don't know what the term would be, but he has been present in my my military career since the beginning, and since the beginning, um, I faced challenges, and he had always been present uh, by my side, um, just like I would, just like my my, my parents have been, um, and just with the struggles that I endured, I would speak to him, and he has a really just no BS this is what it is, fact-based personality. And I think that that type of personality is really what I, what I needed as well, um, being away from my family who also had th- that similar approach. And he just always kept it real with me and just always looked out for me. And so even in Sacred, I wrote about him. Um, the, the, the poem was actually labeled Greatest Mentor. Um, outside of my, my, my mom and my father, I viewed him as the greatest mentor. And then, um, and this one, see the bull ski. Actually, ironically, I named it out. Um, I named that after his podcast that he had when he was doing his podcast, see the bull ski. Um, still great work too. Um, if you all want to check that out, feel free. I believe it's on RSS. Don't quote me on that, but see the bull ski. But yep. So he was just, just, a um, just always been in my life and his wife as well. Um, she's been incredible. Both of them. And I, I'll tell you with, with, with him. If he called me tonight and said, "Hey, like something's going down. I need you tomorrow. Can you please be here?" I, I, I'd, I'd make sure I'm there. Yeah. He, is he, he's just that. Part. I, I know you have a history with him as well. You know him also. But like with just with me, he, and in a time where there was a lot of like racial discrimination that was going on, I don't want to get into the politics of all that stuff that happened in 2020. But just he and I, I'm black. He's white. You know, being able to not even have race be in, uh, in the conversation yeah. Um, and just see it as pretty much just being colorblind. You know, he never made me feel one way or, or vice versa. 
And so I just, you know, all that in combination is just, he's just a really good person to me. Oh, yeah. I, I miss working with him. <laughs> just a great guy. And I love the fact, just like you like you said, um, he just told it like it is and like it was. And he that really resonated with me because I wouldn't I know I was getting to that point, but I had to be careful um, and, and and be aware, of, <laughs> be aware of the audience in the room, you know, but it was hard to do that. Uh, but he did a phenomenal job at a keeping us all motivated, keeping us all in some sort of positive space and a safe space. I never felt as if like if when he wasn't there, I was like, okay, where is he? Is he coming back? Please tell me he's not punched the button and he's going to be retiring so we can we can still have him. He just had right, right, a, exactly. a very calming although he was he he really stood up for us and um told it like it is and like it was, he had a calming presence. And I think that was what I know resonated with me. And he's a very intelligent guy. And the Air Force, like a, the military, is very lucky to have him and you uh, as, as folks well, well, thank serving. Thank you for me. I agree with him, but thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, it, it is the impact of people and and how that they, you know, you may have a handful of folks that you can call on a, a moment's notice that are going to be there for you. And I know he would do that. I know he would do the same. And um, so, yeah, I'm very, I'm very uh, grateful that our paths crossed and definitely uh, being able to work all of us under the same clinic and in the same clinic. It was just, see, our steps are ordered and, it, and nothing is ever, we're supposed to be where we are supposed to be. And with that, I'm glad that you really highlighted him in, in your book, in both books, because it really does symbolize and show the impact that folks have and um, not only have in that moment in time, but that's lasting. Like you said, you can call on him, he can call on you, and boom, you'll be there. So with that, you know, it's it's just a phenomenal type of um, friendship and, and, and something that's lasting and, and dependable. And tell us, though, about what you enjoyed most about writing Dear Sick Mental Virus. Oh, oh, man. Um, what, I, what I enjoyed most about it was knowing that I was creating something that is going to help heal people um, kind of like a tool for recovery because there's so much, there's so much relatable information in here. Uh, and I think something as simple as just you know, struggles with, with your weight, you know, like struggles with trying to gain weight or trying to lose weight or struggles with discipline struggles with just trying to find your confidence. There's a poem in the book. It's one of the ones that I actually enjoyed writing. It's, it was actually intentionally uh, meant to break the fourth wall, and it's called Reflect Message from a Mirror and Say to Self. Um, when you actually see it, if you're looking at it from um, like an ebook version of it, you might have to just, I don't know, screenshot it or whatnot, or if you're looking off your phone. But the idea of it is it's like if you have your book in hand, you take the book and you go, you literally go to a mirror and or to anything that can reflect an image back to you. And you literally put the, the, the book or the image of the poem in the mirror and it's going to actually reflect in reverse and you can read it and it's meant to break the fourth wall. You, I, I, I designed that one for people to read, um, you know, read positive. It's, 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 it's pretty much a, a poem about not 
allowing you to you know make excuses for yourself and for you to continue to enjoy yourself and just to try to do things that you feel are are like are positive reinforcing messages and so uh, I understand the power of the tongue is is a real thing and so by taking that book reverse it putting the image into a mirror and you actually repeat what you're saying it's not me saying it it's the person saying it about themselves and it's just reassuring so yeah but i i love the, the, the idea that this book is just touching on aspects of really uh, of real issues and with positive uh, messages to help get people through the struggle Absolutely. I do love that chapter, that section of the chapter um, where I did have to, I'm like, oh, this is written backwards. And so I really loved that you allow folks to troubleshoot that on their own and to find their own path in order to interpret what is what is written. And so I, I love that. That was that is so creative. And then also, too, um, how you put the chapters at the at the end of the book, right? So you have to get through it. And then once you get through it, you're able to identify what exactly the meaning. And hopefully, though, it really resonated and a lot of people were able to do that before they even got to the got to the 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 contents, table of oh, contents. Yes, yeah. yeah, I, I hope so. I like the idea because I used to write I used to write screenplays when I was younger. They never went it didn't go anywhere other than in my head and help me like become a stronger writer, but the idea of movie credits, I, I love the the fact of, I, you know what? If I put the if I put the chapters instead of in the front of the book, if I put it in the back of the book, like it's movie credits, it might resonate differently. Like mm-hmm. you go through all of the book and you read everything, and then oh, there's a list of the chapters on. There's <laughs> a table of contents here, yeah. and then you can just kind of read and see which one you like better, as opposed to seeing it at the beginning of the book and kind of getting a little bit of a spoiler alert. Yeah, I wanted to keep people on their toes and let them read through everything first. I mean, of course, if someone gets the book and they flip through it and they go to the back, they'll see it. But ideally, if the person picks up the book and they read it from, from start to finish, and then they see the reward at the end of, oh, there is a, there is a table of contents. I think it's um, it's more fulfilling and it has more um, meaning behind it. And you've been listening to the G2 Radio Network interview series where we have the pleasure of interviewing Osiris, Gabriel Osiris, the author, an award-winning author of his current book, Dear Sick Mental Virus, on the G2 Radio Network. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for part four, the final part of the interview with Osiris, where we are talking about his latest book release, Dear Sick Mental Virus, on the G2 Radio Network.